Hello and buenas tardes, Cynthia J. Hickman, your proactive caregiver advocate. Today we're going to talk about isolation while caregiving times two. Times two means the caregiver and the care recipient. I am very intentional when blogging. Much of what I've learned either through my professional career or caregiving experiences, hope is that the knowledge will help all who use my work. I stand on the premise that it is vital that lived experiences are shared. There's something about hearing information from the horse's mouth. This is my mission. We know caregiving has many twists and turns. We also know that the twists and turns can catch a caregiver off guard. They often do not know or have all the tools in their toolbox to navigate the journey of caregiving in isolation. This is where I come in. While away at my sorority conference last week, I had the pleasure to spend some time with an elderly lady who lived next door to me in Toledo, Ohio in the 1980s. She now lives in New Orleans with her daughter, who is now her caregiver. Let me just say, God sent me to visit them. It reminds me of the scripture. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who shall go for us? And I said, Here I am, send me. They needed your proactive caregiver advocate for a host of reasons. One of the first observations I noticed was a sense of isolation. If you observe in a caregiving space, the volume of one's attention, for example, like when a neighbor comes to visit or a visitor comes to visit, there's this classic sign and the time to discuss boundaries and expectations of those living in the caregiving journey. Taking care of self is first on the list, especially if the caregiver has health challenges, which is the case in this dialogue. While they may have each other, they do not have a real out, meaning the ability to understand the atmosphere of feeling alone and the need for self-care. The needs of the caregiver must be managed. If not, there's a ripple effect of discord in the caregiving space. The outcome is, anything said or done prompts a non-verbal or verbal debate that eventually gets on everybody's nerves. The tones are sharp, sometimes flat when responding. In cases like these, required care becomes delayed. Stress levels increase and next burnout. Supporting someone on oxygen can be very challenging. If you are caring for someone on oxygen at the time, forgetfulness is common as well as energy deficits. One must understand someone with a diagnosis that's attached to a respiratory disease cannot do the things they once did. Caregivers need to understand this and step in when they have to. It is necessary to determine, however, what the elderly person can do keeping in mind safety. Autonomy and having a sense of control while aging is so important. Remember, if they could, they would. As much as self-sufficiency can be had, safely allow it. Do not do what your loved one can do for themselves, but make sure you are paying attention in case you need to step in. As your proactive caregiver advocate, Know that there are actual adjustments that take place mentally and physically when living with someone on oxygen. Caregivers must understand the journey 
in a supportive way and practice self-care. It is vital. When this knowledge is known, the level of stress and anxiety will decrease. Be safe, be well, and bye for now. Thank you.